Storytelling Mom, the podcast about three brothers catching up, playing games, and kind of wishing we worked at Walmart at some point in our lives. Purely to get in on those rah-rah, we are Walmart hype chants that they like, they get in circles. I've always wanted to be a part of one of those. Does that actually happen? It happens, yeah. I've I've seen seen the videos, but I'm like, is that real? I don't like know if California like, Walmart's or something. I don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's uh, a, normal. a Walmart wide thing. I know that getting in the circles and having like a little pre-team meeting is totally a thing. I don't know if they yeah. all do like the every day hype chance, but yeah, like I've gone to like just everybody? a normal Walmart and went to the back, and they were like by the back meet uh, by the back uh, like. Walmart area, they're standing in a circle talking. That doesn't mean they're they, doing a rah rah chant, though. N- yeah, I know. I bet. I bet. Uh, I. I don't think. I don't know. I don't were know. They, were, were they chanting? No, that's. No. No, they're not doing that. To answer no? your question, no. I think that would be pretty entertaining. It'd be better. I think. Hey, I where think am you I at? You want to know where you're at? Yeah. I'm really, like, I've been thinking about it all day. I'm like, where am I going to be at? So, Clace, Clace is chanting, Walmart is cool. <laughs> I yeah. like working here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Landon, Landon's chanting, who are we? Walmart! Walmart. When do we want it? Walmart! That's, <laughs> yeah, we want it Walmart. <laughs> that's, and There's, that's it. I just, I, I, we don't talk about chat very much in, um, in the episodes anymore, but just really want to, really want to bring up really quick that Bonehead in chat says he does work at Walmart and he says he does it every morning, no joke. The they chant do. or just like meet in a circle? Yeah, I is it is it just is it just the circle meetings or do you guys actually do like a, a hype chant because this but how, kind I wonder of, how that's I wonder how that works cuz uh, I mean most Walmart's before before the um the uh COVID happened most Walmart's um like were 24/7. Well, it's I think it's like every like he works first shift. Uh, so every morning for him yeah, every, every shift. First shift. They all get together. I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know if he works first shift. I'm just That's, saying, like, whatever shift he works is in the morning. Hmm. Idiot. But, yeah, Landon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry, buddy. Hey, I had How's, a realization this week that I would like to share. I've been saving on, this. On purpose? Did, was the realization on purpose, or was I been saving it on purpose? Correct. Yeah, so here's the thing. <laughs> um, If... I realized I was I was driving around, which I ha- I just don't do much anymore. I don't have a reason to drive around that much anymore. But I was driving around, and a company branded car cut me off. Ooh, like I was on the highway, that. and a company branded car cut me off. And I, I I realized I've never heard of that company. It was like a heating and air company. I was like I've never heard of that mm. company, but I swear mm-hmm. to God I will never call them. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I realized I was like, I am, I am at the level of pettiness that I will refuse like needed services on my house from a company if they cut me off on the road six months ago and I remembered it. I would, I would choose a different company. That's how petty I am. I don't know if that's petty unless I'm equally petty, but I don't think that's petty. It's not fair though. If a company cuts you off, it's not fair it, to just be like, I'm never gonna. But I'm, that's a that's a sign of at least one of their employees is not a very thoughtful or kind person. Dude, maybe they're in a rush. Maybe they're like it's like you don't know. Stuff happens. They're yeah, but you have to be mindful if you have the logo of your company printed on the side of your car. Yeah. Maybe don't drive like a dick. Yeah, I totally. I have totally always agree. had. Yeah, I've always felt that. I actually, I can go a level. More petty, if you would like. Yes, I would love to hear it because that's you're leaving reviews, Mason, aren't you? So he's calling the company and complaining. <laughs> I got I got cut off in traffic pretty bad by this pickup truck, 
and on the back of it was a like a karate class thing a karate what like, would it be a gym a karate gym i don't a know karate... I think of a word for it a karate, karate... dojo was uh, printed on the back of the truck so i literally made a yelp account or a google review ah! account or something wow. <laughs> Oh yeah! You found did. found their company and say I don't know much about how they teach, but I can tell you a little bit about their teacher. <laughs> and then just went off on him. That's hilarious. <laughs> that hurt them even more. If it's us, that's got to be a small little company, and they get they yeah, reviews matter. It was Look, also man, like a really big Eric douchey truck. To- oh yeah, that you would just expect to get cut off. By and it was it was something was that was Warsaw? really dumb enough to piss me off. Was this in Warsaw? No, this was in oh, Indy. Okay. This was on the highway in Indy. Okay, I was gonna say I might know so that. If guy. it's Warsaw, we there's like I'm like one I think I would know options. him. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, nice. um, so really quick, bringing back to the Walmart chant, Bonehead in chat has confirmed that the chant they do is "Give me a W, give me an A." Give me an L and so on. No. Every morning? Dude, can you imagine if I did that at my job every day? Like, how less productive It'd be a lot quicker. Give me a J. Give me a J. Give me an O. Like, you spell out Johnson & Johnson. Just the whole thing. No. I I mean, I think it's... I'm not in that company, so obviously I don't know. That's when the HR department is so out of touch with, like... Their employees. You know what they'll really love is every morning when they come in if they have to do a chant. <laughs> here's my here's my worry. Maybe they like it. You don't know. No, here's my only worry is like it's a little. It's similar in my opinion to the um, the pledge every morning at like when you're in elementary school. It's like, like indoctrinating. It's it is it is this sort of like subconscious indoctrination of 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 thought, right? And so it's like you just you're kind of taught like, yeah, Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. I don't know. I don't know if it has an effect or not. But so you got nationalism and then you have Walmartism. <laughs> which uh, ones? Sure. Which ones more intense? You're going to have you're going to start seeing uh, people protesting the Walmart chant. They're going to take a knee during it. <laughs> don't. <Ooh>. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I got people yelling outside my door. Uh, I, um, I was also, I had a conversation. I think we might've talked about this on the podcast and then we can jump into segment one. But, um, I had a conversation with Alessia about like, who is the best actor? I think I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure we've talked about this. Like who is the best male or female? Yeah. And you guys said Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was a recent episode too. Okay. So we don't have to spend time talking about it, but I was, I was trying to think through like, who is in every movie, in every role they play, who just kills it? And I was trying to think There's, through, like, Tom Hanks. Every movie I've ever seen Tom Hanks in, he does a really good job portraying the role. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, Johnny Depp, I would put on that list of just phenomenal actors. Um, I still I know a lot think of there's a better answer, though. Yeah. You mean, I, like, we I haven't come have a, up with it, or you have it in your mind yeah. right now? No, okay. there's there's someone that I there it's there and I just can't think mm. of who it is and it's really been mm. bugging me. Yeah, like a Benedict Russell Cumberbatch type? is actually pretty. Oh, dude, pretty Benedict high Cumberbatch, there. yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. That is a good one. Even his, even like him as Smaug, Smog, Smaug, Smilts, Smaug, the dragon in the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. I think it's. Just I don't smog. think there's a. I don't think there's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie I haven't liked yet. Oh, he is very good too. Yeah, mm. I haven't seen as much of his stuff though. So okay, here, here. How about specifically female actresses or female actors? Sorry, because um, I was thinking like Sandra Bullock w- has been phenomenal in everything. No, Gravity. You didn't like her in Gravity? No, I, I appreciate the job that she did in Gravity, yeah, she, but the movie dude, as a whole. She made that movie. We're talking he, act like the acting. We're not talking about I the got, movie. I got it. I don't know her name though. Let me look it up. Okay. I just didn't Helpful. like that movie. I thought that movie was dumb. <laughs> uh no, the the um uh in Harry Potter in the Harry Potter movies, but then in every other movie I've ever seen her in, she always Professor McGonagall. It. 
No, what's the Hermione, lady's name? Hermione, that's one of the saying, one of the bad, no. one of the bad bad. Oh, uh, the Beatrix Lestrange. Oh, Beatrix. Yeah. yeah. I don't know Alessia if I said the same thing. Actually, she kills it in like yeah, every. Yeah, she is a she is. A, did you know her voice is actually like that though? Like I saw her in a different movie recently, and I'm like, wait, she really talks like that. She what has that really high pitch. Yeah, she's in Les Mis, and she also plays one of the one of the bad guys, and she sounds like that too. She just has just a high that really voice. high pit. The real it's really high pitched, squeaky. Yeah. Huh. Um. She was in the Alice anyway. in Wonderland remake. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. how about anyway. segment one? How about Let's segment jump into one? Segment one. How clap, about clap, segment clap, clap, one? Clap. Turn in the TV on. Hey, hey, hey. Alright. Got the TV on. Okay. Alright. Listen. Um a big surprise with this one, with this segment here. Uh if you remember, if you if I could jog your memory, let's go back to ep three. Well, this is 67, that was episode 64. Three episodes ago, uh, we played a game that I coined Dungeons and Dragonflies. And we're going to play part two of Dungeons and Dragonflies, or it's it's D&D, okay? It's Dungeons and Dragons, I just renamed it. So here's, here's the gist, though. That episode probably just released. Oh, did it? This week, well, I think. If you but haven't we're, heard we're, it, go check we're it ahead out. Of to- we're ahead right now. We're doing well in recordings. If you okay, but here's my point: if you're listening to this and you haven't heard it, go listen to that one first, and this will make way more sense. That's what episode I'm saying. Episode 64 was a good episode. 64. I can vouch for it. All right, this is it coming from somebody episode. that has no tie to the to the yeah. podcast whatsoever. <laughs> go listen to that episode. In, it was a really good episode. <laughs> All right, so a few things just to uh, remind everybody. Dungeons & Dragons is a fun tabletop role-playing game that we all partake. I am the Dungeon Master. I will be hosting this uh, glorious event. We have already gone through part one, so I feel like I need to catch everybody up, including the both of y'all. Use. Oh, I took notes. Do you guys even remember? I know you you took notes, but... I I thought I took notes, and now I can't find them. Here's another uh, logistical piece of this. I said, if you remember three episodes ago, I said that I only have researched 30 minutes of Dungeons and Dragons gameplay. That's all I know. I am. <laughs> I don't know how to play this game other than that 30 minutes that I spent three weeks ago. Okay. Now, I have not done any additional research. I still don't know how to play this game. So we will, I will continue as your dungeon master making decisions as I know how. I have your character sheets in front of me, so when we get to making decisions, I will do that. I also have up on the screen our dice roller, and I have it on the screen so that, I mean, you might not be able to see it, but just so you know I'm not cheating, okay? If you want to get nitpicky, you know I'm not pulling this. All right, cool. So here's what happened last, time, last episode. Uh, previously on last episode of Dungeons and Dragonflies. Okay, so we got nothing done. I just wanted to say that at Uh, all. We really we didn't get much done. So Mason, you are a high elf. You're a class one wizard. You hail (laughs) from the you (laughs) you hail from the acolyte (laughs) clan. Uh, Mason, your name is Grog Mindthu from House Kai. That's Landon's name. That's Landon's name. Oh, I am so sorry. Mason, you're absolutely right. Your name's Kyle. <coughs> My name's Kyle. Mason, your name is Kyle. Landon, your name is Grog Mindthu from House Kai. Uh, Landon is a dwarf cleric. Uh, he's a class 200, which means nothing to me or this game. Uh, but he also <laughs> hails from Pekalee's Mountain. Uh, by the way, Landon, you're a jeweler. Uh, you're a mm. part of a guild. You know, just some mm-hmm. skills that you can mm-hmm. just throw in your pa- back possible pocket. Possible friends. You I can just whip out some diamonds. You never know. We, you never we know. We might All have right. possible allies if he's part of the guild. If we ever make it back you to nev- town. That's true. You never know. All right. Um, so when we, when we first saw both of your characters, we were in the middle of the woods. Uh, you could hear a river or you could go down a path. 
You went down the path where we found a cave. We went into the cave um, and <laughs> killed somebody. Killed a man. <laughs> We killed a man. Oh yeah, uh, with an arrow, <laughs> or was it a dagger? You killed a man. Dagger, and he left it. You he left, left it. In the it cave. was a knife. It was a knife. You killed him with a knife, and you left the knife in the cave. By the way, uh, it's stuck in the wall. You didn't. You didn't grab. You retrieve your weapon. Um, but did Landon get his hatchet out of the? I. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Landon left a knife hatchet. in a wall, and then Landon had yeah. a hatchet in the guy's body. But you never said that Landon grabbed the yes, hatchet out of the guy's body. Yes, I did. I said he went over to make sure he was dead and retrieve his hatchet. Um, I didn't say that for you, and you just left your knife in the cave wall. <sighs> anyway, you saw something shiny in the corner of the cave. You decided to walk over and see what it was. Turned out it was turtles. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you each picked out a turtle. And carried, I don't know, you named them Sven and Kyle. <laughs> so Landon's turtle was named Kyle. Mason's was named Sven. Uh, you carried him out of the cave. We went out of the cave. We met a river where you could go over a bridge. You suggested making out with the turtle to see if it would turn into a prince. It did not. <laughs> then, you made, then you made out with um, Landon's turtle, Mason, and it also did not turn into a prince. Um, and so basically where we are at right now is you both are three steps on the bridge, okay? There is a man bathing under the bridge that you have just noticed, and uh, Mason, your knife is obviously still stuck in the wall, but that's where we're at. So you you're on the bridge, and our objective is to oh, yeah. save the town from the dragon. No, you, close. Um, let me actually just reread the the scene. <laughs> the objective. <laughs> All right. The queen of this land, Riverdale, <laughs> has 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 been made aware of the return of the previously ban- banished evil orc Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. The queen has asked the both of you, Grog Mindthu from House Ka'ai and Kyle, to team up on this very <laughs> night with a collaborative mission to stealthily seek out and drive the orc out of town. Okay. I, need, I need those. So our mission is to get, to get into to town leave. to get the orc out. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> now. <clears throat> Grog. Oh, dude, there is somebody under the bridge, like right underneath it. Wait, really? Yeah, Clay, really it, quick question. How far yes. away are we from the cave? <laughs> How far are we from town? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe you have a maybe you have a map in your back pocket. I don't know. Oh, well, we'll, we'll just let's. Hey, leave the knife. We'll be fine. Krog, let's. Yeah. Dude, let's ask what. Let's ask this guy under the bridge what's up. But uh, let's just not ask him what's up. Let's um, let's expedite this process. Let's just ask him mm-hmm. if he knows how to take out an orc. If not, we go on. All right, hey, <laughs> bro, under the under the bridge that we're on. Do you know like? Do you have any idea how to like get an orc to leave a place? I don't think we really gotta kill him, but just, like, he can't be in town. The man says nothing. Doesn't even mm. acknowledge your existence. Alright, this guy, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, he might be, he might be, uh... Uh, Clay, so are there any spells that I can you... cast to do, like, do anything useful, not damaging to the... Make him, make him speak? Yeah, like, anything persuasive I can do? Uh, for the sake of this game, I'm saying no. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe your character does, but because I don't know how to play this game, I'm going to say that's no. That's fine. All right. Yeah, so, that's cool. Um, just, just as a helpful hint, all right, just because he didn't acknowledge you doesn't mean he's not worth interrogating, finding more information. You never know. Every character in this story <laughs> has uh, what's something Mason, of value what's Mason's to you. character's name again? Kyle. Kyle. The high elf. Oh, you're Kyle or my, my turtle's Kyle? Both. Both. My turtle is <laughs> oh, Kyle okay. and I am Kyle. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so Clace, what I would like to do is I would like to go under the bridge and show this man my turtle Kyle. 
Dude, I got a turtle. I found him. Do you? Can you? Do you like turtles? Can you help us? Just to try the to man get does some not, sort of reaction. The man does not see you approach him and responds with nothing. Is he Let's blind? Go. I don't Let's think go. we gotta kill him. I mean, I if, I go over if, and I poke him a little bit. Kyle chooses to poke the deaf blind man, and suddenly <laughs> whips around with a frightened look on his face and mouths, Aww. "Can I help you?" Yeah. Let's kill him. Wait, so if he's if he's if he's blind and deaf, how do we communicate with this guy? Um, I just I'm dumb, so I guess I go, Oh yeah. We're just wondering how we how we take there's an orchid town and we wanna go know do you guys do you have like any information about where town is or where yeah, orc is? Good good question. I'm assuming he can read lips, so Yeah, he's blind, but you know, the man, not the man. After enduring thirty seconds of silence, points to his clothes, his oh, eyes, his skin, his skin-clad <laughs> eyes. Points to his God, eyes, and also points to his ears. Uh, all right. Um. So, I do. I have any spells that will help me in this situation? Can I like mind speak to someone? All right, hang on. That would Let's be cool. Um, you, Mason, you're just a you are a level one wizard, so you're just not ready for uh for additional like intense character altering spells. If you would like to go study or work on your magic, that's an option for you. But at this point, as your as your game dungeon master, I cannot allow. I cannot allow you. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. All I can do is a, a frost spell and a shocky Kyle, spell. You, I you can have shock a frost <gasps> and a shock. Can I heal him? Can I shock his eyes open? <laughs> you can attempt to do whatever you want. I don't think I should do that. Grog, do you have any ideas, man? I don't know how to talk to this guy. We have two options. We leave him alone and go into town. Or we try to kill him. And see what happens. I don't. I don't really think killing him's gonna help. But what and if he possesses magical powers and mm, we kill him? And we we and and we and then we get the powers. I give the deaf blind man Landon's turtle. Denied. Denied. Didn't right, do anything. Here, let me as as you both stand in front of this deaf blind man. And he stands awkwardly in front of you as well. Everybody is looking at each other. And in the midst of this Not looking everybody. amongst one another, you see he has a backpack sitting next to him. Oh, no. Let's take the backpack and run. Let's, let's just look through the backpack, maybe. Just see what's in there. I don't want to. There's no need Investigation to check. I'll distract All right. him. Investigation I'll check. We... We're going to the die. We're going to roll for it. We're going to roll to see if we investigate okay. the backpack uh -huh. or if we leave it uh -huh. alone. This is Mason's uh -huh. character's decision. Okay? okay, Landon, you have not made a decision yet. No. Okay. Mason, you also have a plus five investigation. You're quite the stealthy wizard. Now... Also, we, I would like to say that we're, fail, we I'm are investigating, him. but the, the role is for if I'm successful in finding anything, not whether or not I investigate, because we are investigating, for sure. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> no, 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 hang on, let me think about this. The roles are if you're successful in what you're trying to do. I can technically right. do anything I want to do. No, I, this is a check. This is to say, like, if you can investigate it. No, it's... I am investigating. This the is check Dungeons is if I'm and Dragonflies. This but is what's Dungeons the and Dragonflies. <laughs> this, listen, I'm your dungeon master, okay? I'm just saying, you if must, in life, listen, if, if you, I go to if, do something, I don't successfully do it or not. If you fail, I'm going to kill him, so. Okay, all right. He succeeded anyway. Mason, you rolled yeah. a 14. Uh, you needed an 11 or higher to pass. So now you have permission. To look through I, the backpack or take it. It's up to what you. What do I find? Continue. What do I find in it? Oh, you, you've, you've decided to open it. 
Yeah. Inside! Inside this backpack is a hand-drawn map. Also! Inside this backpack is a, uh, is a f- full, full supply of camping gear. Camping right. gear? And okay. a few, uh, and a few, uh, fishing supplies. Anything All right, Grog. Grog. Oh, uh, there, there's one loose double A battery, a couple rubber bands, <laughs> and some pencil shavings. Grog, dude. Okay, so there's there's a lot of stuff in here. Mainly, there's a map. There's also a lot of camping gear, fishing gear. I say we leave that because we don't we don't really need it. But like, we can Let's take the, the map. map. Let's look at the map to see if there's anything we didn't already know. Let's we check the map. Is town on the map? (laughs) The map is of a foreign country. No use to you. (laughs) Oh, we're leaving all. We're leaving all this. Let's keep going. Out of anger, I take the double A battery. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want the camping supplies or the fishing gear or anything else? No, that's his stuff. That's his stuff. I'm not gonna be mean and steal that from him. But the double A battery, I am taking. Okay. So you take a double-A battery, and you're continuing through. You're passing by. That's the decision? Yep. Okay. Unless Landon wants to kill the guy. Our travelers. No. <laughs> the, dungeon, the dungeon master's voice changes a lot, and I apologize for that. <laughs> so does Kyle's. The travelers continue over the bridge. Continue down the path where they are suddenly ensnared by a web. Spider-Man? This forest is bullshit, man. We're just trying to go. Yeah, this forest is giving you hell. But I don't make the rules. I don't make up the story. This is just this is just how it happens. So now you are both trapped in a web, hanging from a tree, assumedly. Grog, you still have your axe. Um, maybe. Yeah, I can get us out of this. Yeah, let's do that. Maybe. All right, you have you have a check. What is the check? Let's call it survival check. All right, this is a survival check. Here we go. Uh, you need. I'm gonna say you need an eleven or higher again on a twenty sided die. Here we go. El roll. You got a one. You failed. You're still <laughs> in the net. Fail. Is there, there's probably a spider or something connected here. I have two spells. One is an ice blast. You know what? Mm. I'm going to shoot an ice blast on the web to, like, freeze the web. And then we can just shatter ourselves out. That's what I'm doing. All right, well, same thing. Let's see if that's successful. If, if your freeze blast gets you out of this web or not. You need an 11 or higher. Kyle, you rolled I have an no eight. idea what we're going to do. You failed. <laughs> With my modifier... Oh, wait. Kyle! You still have your turtle, Kyle, right? No. Not I do have my turtle, and he's not. Clay, was that with yeah, my Yeah, Mason, modif- you still failed. You only had a plus okay. one modifier. Dude, we're not using Kyle you for anything Kyle here. Kyle. No. At the branch. It will knock us down. I, the ground. I try to, I hold up Kyle to the web and see if he can bite through. I'm going to give Kyle... A plus six, just because I like him. <laughs> All right, so he needs an 11 or a higher to bite through this web. Oh, wait, I told him I'd give him a plus six. That's a 13. Okay, you... They've broken through with <laughs> yeah, Kyle. bite. Okay, Kyle, let's start running Me? as fast as we can. <laughs> Unless we see a fast travel spawn point, let us run to town, please. We sprint tired of this board. to just in the direction of out of the forest. So you turn around and run the other way, or you continue the we way continue. that you've been going? Unless the other way is out of the forest. They continue in an attempt to get out of the forest. Lost as they may be, they believe fall in a hole. the quickest way out must be to get through it. As they progress into the forest, further and further into the forest... Nighttime befalls upon the two travelers, and they realize we must stop for the night. I've got a battery. You think we could use that for anything? Like, maybe we could... We didn't find... I'll strike it with my axe. We could make a fire with a battery. We'll start a fire. (laughs) Landon Landon hits the battery with his axe, I guess. Boom. Fire just strikes immediately. (laughs) No questions asked. the way batteries work? (laughs) 
100% ablaze fire. As they are warming themselves around the fire, talking about where to find food, a group Kyle. of caravans approach from the opposite direction. Pulling up a little ways off, a, a group started to make camp nearby. Strange, strange men who, who, who spoke very little um, were there. And women um, in long, flowy skirts and pretty headbands and, yeah. and large ghoul jewelry. Uh, and also a few children popped, popped around. Uh, and it was not long before you realized these must be gypsies. One of the female gypsies comes over to you, to your campfire, and asks if you would like to enjoy food, song, and dance for the evening. I'm Did down. Join them? I'm no. definitely down. And I'm taking first Kyle all, with me because he's a partier. First of all, we ask the gypsy lady, how do we get out of this forest? <laughs> Kyle is already Be dancing. And if she does not know, I suggest to Kyle, we could burn down the forest <laughs> so we can see how to get out. Or we could climb a tree. <laughs> he just he wants out of the forest so bad. <laughs> So does does so what what's the decision? She she so walks over to you. So we ask the gypsy lady how we get out of here. Oh oh that the gypsy lady responds. I know not, good sir. Oh, but I, hate I her. do know where you can find warmth for the evening. <laughs> no, we got a fire. We're good. We're good. No, we got a fire. No, we're good for no warmth. Cause look, fire is warm. You know. Okay. How did you get in the forest if you don't... Where did you come from? Were you just in the forest the whole time? Probably, man. She's a gypsy, dude. Gypsies do Do they have horses? They do. Yeah, they do have horses. They have two horses. Kyle. Yeah. No, I'm down, man. I'm sick of the forest, too. (laughs) We wait until they fall asleep, and then we take their horses. And if we see any batteries, those two, because those are proven to be helpful. (laughs) Also, I would like to steal a knife similar to the knife that I had before. If well, that Yeah, you're getting too far ahead first. So we're waiting till nightfall and then we're going to attack. That's the plan? We're not going to attack. We're, gonna attack. we're, just we're gonna sneaky horses. sneak. Oh stealth. Yeah. Well boys. That requires a stealth check. Let's see. Night has fallen and the boys are ready. They're going to get them. Oh. If they pass this check. All right, let's see. What do you guys need? Um, who is attacking? Tell me. Nobody's attacking. No one's attacking. Oh, no. <laughs> who, who is? You're both going to steal. Landon's going for a horse, and I'm going for a knife. All right, well, hold on. Landon. Because I miss my knife. No, sorry. Mason, your stealth is a plus two, and then you guys can decide who wants to lead. Ooh, so if I'm only a plus, what is... Uh, Landon's Landon's stealth is negative one. I'm a dwarf, dude. I'm tiny. <laughs> that's that's why your stealth sucks, bro. You're uh, slow. I have fat. a question. You're wearing a ten foot high top, ten foot high top hat. <laughs> top hat. <laughs> oh yeah. Do I see a um like a a knife out in easy pickings, or is that going to be pretty hard to steal? You do not see any weaponry in sight, but All right. to be sure, probably is in the caravan. All right, I won't. I won't go out of my way to do that. Then I'm gonna see. I'm gonna try to steal just a couple of horses and maybe leave Grog behind while I'm doing that. No, like I'll steal the horses for us. He stays at camp, and then Lana, maybe you just pretend like you're doing a good job. Mason's oh. the action here, though. So you'll get a plus one on survival. Or, sorry, on your stealth. You said so, I had plus two. Landon oh, sorry, had minus two. one. I keep... Yeah, you're right. I'm looking at the wrong thing. So you have a plus two. So, Mason, um, we are going to use a 12-sided die for this. You need to roll... Wait. That doesn't make sense. I'm going back to the 20-sided <laughs> die. You need to roll a. You need to roll an 11 or a higher, and you have a plus two modifier. Mm. So... That's not great. 13. You, the boys have successfully, sorry, while Landon stays at camp, Mason sneaks over to the gypsies' caravan. Kyle Kyle unhooks 
the horses, and while riding one, leads the other back to their own camp. That's where we're going to stop right now. We did well. All right. I think we got some things accomplished. Uh, I think there's a ton of information out there that you guys uh, are leaving on the table as far as I don't know how to communicate. But to a blind deaf man. <laughs> no, no, no. I not even specifically with that. Um, but that's uh, that's what we're gonna we're gonna pause again. We'll come back to it in a future episode. Um, I'll be sure to uh, write notes in all of Landon's segment, so um, that way we don't forget anything. Yeah, I just say wow. like we totally could have. <laughs> talked with the gypsy people but since they don't know how to do anything we're trying to do and we've had such bad luck with people so far mm-hmm. that I don't really want to interact with anyone else I just want to mm-hmm. get out of the forest and we got horses now I just yeah we just, I just want to get yeah, out horses um I I will tell you this much had you would have like accepted the gypsy's offer to have dinner with them um they would have put you under a trance and then you would have had more problems to deal with. So it was a See, good decision. People are it was bad. It's a good decision that you made. Not, not people, people are bad. bad. It's people, people my, are bad. I like being sadistic in my stories. I just want everybody to attack you. So <laughs> I actually, I this is my first time ever playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I know, like, for people that have actually played, I'm doing a terrible job. Okay. I get mm-hmm. it. I can accept it, but I'm still having fun. <laughs> like, it's, it, this is a cool game. I actually want to like get friends version. together and play. Hey, here, if any of you guys listening have an online D&D uh, <laughs> weekly event, invite me to one of your sessions so I can be a hey. really awful character for you. Yeah. Guess what, Clace? What? We got our buddy Josh in the chat who Snapchatted me and said, hey, we are looking to start a D&D group online. Yes. And uh, if you guys would be interested to join, Dude, do I, so. I, I, I would totally. So I think I, it'd be it's, cool uh, if... Mithrander in chat. Okay. I would totally. I think it would be cool if one of you guys went in with me so I wasn't the only doofus trying to figure things out. But um, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. You know who else likes to play dragons and dundered flies? Our sponsor. Who? Oh. Who? <laughs> Our sponsor. Landon, yeah. you stupid oh, idiot. Sick. Oh, okay. well. Well, that got me. I'm excited to have a sponsor because we haven't had very many sponsors. Yeah. No. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and drop a little something something in the chat for everybody. This is www.slapkirk.com slash play. Uh, I'm a pretty big fan of slapkirk.com, basically. You jump on in here, and uh, everybody knows <laughs> Kirk from Star Trek. You just you, you let oh, him slap no. himself. And here's the thing. If you click the hand on the right-hand side, then you can click him. You can slap him with sound effects, which is even better. And it changes the, the, the picture, the, the, yeah. the video we're watching. It's literally yeah. footage from... <laughs> Star Trek with the soundtrack. <laughs> um, Slapping people. If you do it really fast, there's like a there's like a warning sound. Oh really? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so the screen goes came red. A- came across that, thought it was fantastic. Uh, actually, no, sorry. I came across it after they had sent it to us and they were like, Hey, this is our website. We love what you guys do. We want to be a part of it. Um, would you accept just the small donation of $25,000. We said, well, it's normally a little lower than what we accept, but we'll go ahead and take it this time. Um, so we're featuring slapkirk.com uh, just to, to have them on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Thank Slap you guys for sponsoring our podcast. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is the second segment. This is what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> good <laughs> intro, Landon. <laughs> All right, uh, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna actually stay in imaginary land with this uh, episode, apparently, because play sad Dungeons and Dragon Tales, and today <laughs> I'm going. That would have been a good name. Dang it! <laughs> I'm going to do a little throwback. If you remember episode eleven, 
we had a segment where uh, our two boys here, Clayson Mason, were put in a scenario where they had to survive, and they didn't do mm. so hot. Yeah, so I didn't like that. Once, one. once again, we are going to put our <laughs> thinking caps on. These two guys okay. keep getting in some very unfortunate situations, and we are going to uh, figure out a moon landing gone askew. So, if you remember okay. episode eleven, uh, our two guys were in a ship, and it capsized, and they had. Why, why are we looking confused? Because oh, you know, I got a notification in chat. Oh, yeah, sorry. I that didn't was know. me. So, okay. um, so basically, uh, episode 11 was a ship crash, and you had 10 items that you had to figure out, prioritize what's going to, uh, you know, what's what's most important to least important, and that's to, in order to survive. So now we are in a new situation. Clayson Mason... You are members of a space crew scheduled to rendezvous with a mothership on the lighted surface of the moon. However, due to mechanical difficulties, your own ship was forced to land at a spot 200 miles from the rendezvous point on the moon. That's a long way. That's a long way. That's a fun fact. (laughs) During re-entry and landing, much of the equipment aboard was damaged, and since survival depends on reaching the mothership, the most critical items available must be chosen for the 200-mile trip to the mothership on the moon. Fifteen items are listed as being intact and undamaged after landing. Your task, Clayson Mason, is to rank them in terms of their importance for the crew to allow you guys to reach the 200-mile rendezvous point. Place the number one by the most important item, and then, of course, down to 15. So, I've also sent you with those 15 items. I'll read that for the chat. And then I want you guys to work together for however long you want to prioritize these. And uh, here are the items that you salvaged. A box of matches. Food concentrate. 50 feet of nylon rope. Parachute silk. Two 45 caliber pistols. One case of dehydrated milk. Two 100 pound tanks of oxygen. A stellar map. Self-inflating life raft. Magnetic compass. Five gallons of water, signal flares, first aid kit containing injection needles, solar-powered FM receiver, and a portable heating unit. So now what Clayson Mason have to do is they have to work together to prioritize from 1 to 15 these items and, uh, in order to make that 200-mile trek across the moon to the rendezvous point with the mothership. There is right and wrong answers for this. It's not just theoretical because NASA has played this game and has ranked uh, and made the official list of what's important. So without further ado, I'll shut up. Clayson Mason, I'm going to let you figure out how you want to do this and uh, and start working on on what okay, your list is. Okay, we're a is. team, right? Yes. Okay. All right, so matches have got to be bottom, right? So I don't so here's the thing. I don't know because everything in space is so much different. Matches means nothing in space because you can't light them in space. There's no oxygen. Yeah. But, but who's to say they can't be used for something else? Right, I, that's I mean, true. I don't know. So even like looking through this um, immediately the thing that sticks out to me is the two 100-pound tanks of oxygen. But like at least up front you're like isn't that's got to be super important unless you can make oxygen from materials in in some of these other items. Right. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like the tanks of oxygen, assuming you can breathe from them though, cuz like do we have actual breathing apparatuses to use it with? See, so here's the here's this I remember this was a problem last time. We making assumptions that we <laughs> we can't. Yeah. Or yeah. we shouldn't. So, looking at the what we know about the scenario, Due to mechanical difficulties, our ship lands 200 miles away, and we cannot get the ship back to the mothership. So we have to uh, walk. I to answer your question, I do believe you would be in a suit, Mason. Okay, but also, but that's standard... it. We're just in a suit. We don't have this. Like we don't have the ship that's coming with us, right? You have these 15 items. Okay, okay and right, we're just our goal is to get to the ship, right? Correct. So even then, having dehydrated milk, having five gallons of water, that's not even helpful because it's not like we can drink water through our suit. You can't open the suit to, oh, I got to take a drink of water. 
and then <laughs> you just in the middle. I, I mean, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work. Five gallons of water you're isn't right, going to help you. <laughs> no, you're right, though. But I mean, I'm sure you can. Like, I know that astronaut astronauts can drink in space. Like, they have a a little pouch of water. So if it's I'll, like I'll refilling also, that, I'll also give you a hint. Yes, you will be able to consume and like, okay. Gotcha. Don't think too deeply into that. Okay. I feel like we have to though. If NASA, uh, yeah, did this, you do, you do. Honestly, yeah. Because um, at the same time, so it's like the box of matches. Are we assuming that there's no way we would be able to light those matches, or like, because if we're in the ship, if we're in the ship and we are able, well, no, that yeah, that, they wouldn't. I still light. feel like the matches are number fifteen, but um, okay, so. The signal flares, I think, would be important because once you get to a certain point, just signaling for help. Right, but we also have an FM receiver that could help. Um, if assuming there are like other powered. people on the ship that we're going to, and it's solar powered. I don't think there's much solar on the moon, but maybe I, I would think so because otherwise, I I don't I don't see why that would why would they would have that but i feel like the magnetic compass is really high up there because i feel like that assuming that that it works the same on the moon it doesn't Uh, um magnetic fields end i hang on i'm trying to think yeah i'm pretty sure on the moon magnets mean nothing because there's no gravity of course duh yeah magnets mean nothing there's still Um, gravity it's just less which would make it inaccurate or just work differently, but I'm sure they have. Also, going back to my solar-powered FM radio comment, I do think like the moon reflects the sun's light, so actually it would be an attractor for that. So I, I would assume that the FM receiver would be workable. Right. Um, the heating Stellar, unit hey, would probably listen. also be really important because it gets real cold in the dark. Mm-hmm. I think a stellar map would be more of a guide than a magnetic compass. Well, uh, I, hands down, in my opinion, hands down. So a stellar right, map but that without a way how... to tell where you're going on that map. Oh, so like know. those two in conjunction together. No, I'm I'm making. If the I'm argument, in the middle of the woods with a paper map, yeah, with no landmarks, yes, that map is not helpful. If it's a stellar map, it 100% is if you know how to read it, if you've been trained and know how to read it, and astronauts are. It's the same way, it's the same way with old um, ship captains. They wouldn't, they, if you don't have a compass, you just look at the stars and it, you, like, they knew how to navigate and where they were exactly based on the positioning of the stars. Yeah. We can differ. No. We can differ in that. I'm going to stay pretty strong that the stellar map is important. No, Without I do think it's important, compass. but I also think that the compass is important because I'm assuming that That's it fair. actually works on the moon. Okay. Maybe in a different so, way, but again, astronauts would know how they work and what yeah. those differences are. Um, okay, so let's... Do you want to start ranking some stuff yeah, of we like should put groups numbers that we this. think are more important? Um, yeah, how about... I'll, I'll be uh, writing them down. Okay. And I, Mason, I, let's just shoot for like what would be in the top five. What would be like top five most important things? Okay. That way we don't have um, to... Yeah. Well, and I also have it up in Illustrator, so I'm keeping a pretty good chart for our reference so Landon doesn't have to do all the work. But I would say Stellar Map, Compass, um, probably the FM receiver, right? The heating unit. Oxygen? Yeah, let's just assume that that's useful. I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we can assume <laughs> well, we need oxygen. Not. We need we, oxygen for we sure. We do, so and let's just assume that we can refill our tanks with that. Okay. I think that's a safe assumption. All right, so we got our top five, I guess. If, um, were those in order? No, I think no. we're just grouping them. Um, okay. We can go more than top five, too. Maybe... Uh, I, so I disagree. Just the only thing I would take out is the compass. Um. I just don't see, like, I don't think that, I feel like you have to have the compass in order to work the map. Like, I get that, like, follow the stars, but you you can also look at the compass and know instantly where you're going and where you are on the map. Yeah, we just differ in that, which is fine. I, I'm wondering about the first aid kit containing injection needles, because would you be able to, um, I don't know, like, would you be able to service yourself using 
those needles, assuming you could maybe either. Well, I mean, you can't puncture the. I would sure hope that like suit. there's got to be some kind of intake system on a astronaut suit that they could. Yeah, but also I, like I just that don't know first how aid that works. kit. Yeah, I don't think that that would actually be that helpful since you are in space. But if, uh, yeah. I also, don't know. what are you because gonna do to yourself? You're just you're on the surface of the moon. Like if you you're a fall in a crater and then you just stay in that crater and die. So my like, whole the whole <laughs> thing I, I'm not I'm the first aid kit actually isn't the part of this that I think would be helpful. It's the injection needles because assuming you can somehow inject yourself with a needle without puncturing the suit you you run water through it and, and then you, shoot yourself up with water yeah and you just you just go put some water in your blood yeah actually, okay no, really. but i think you could, <laughs> not 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 in your blood i don't know it would be like even if it were just like squirt in your mouth yeah all right um, so i think i don't know Landon, I think these are some good conversations that we got our minds thinking on what things are good and what are Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. How about Clayce and I both make our separate lists and then we can just see who's who's going to survive. Yeah. Okay. That might be a little bit easier. And then we'll take, we'll just take a second. We did something similar last time and I lost miserably. We did. Uh, So, yes, let's go ahead and do that. We're going to let the guys take some time on their own to. Fill out their chart, and then we will come back. All right, so the guys have now ranked their top 15 lists in uh, in order of most important, four hours. least important. So uh, take it away. What are your answers? So Go for it, Mason. Okay, I'll go for it. Um, so number one, I have the 100-pound tanks of oxygen, and then I have the five gallon five gallons of water, the magnetic compass, the solar-powered FM receiver, the portable heating unit, the 50 feet of nylon rope, the food concentrate, the stellar map, one case of dehydrated milk, the signal flares, the parachute silk, the self-inflating life raft, two 45 caliber pistols, the first aid kit containing injection needles, and then last I have the box of matches. And that was right, Landon, most right. important to least important for me. Right. Okay. Yep. And All right. Please. So from most important to least important, um, I have the oxygen, the stellar map, uh, water, the food concentrate, flares, the FM receiver, the parachute silk, the heating unit, rope, the self-inflating raft, the milk, the case of milk, the first aid kit, pistols, followed by the compass and the box of matches. So we both right, had right. the first and last. We agreed on the first and last, Mason. That, I think, Oxygen true. up front matches, his, matches behind. All right, Landon, <laughs> so, what, I'm very curious. To, to add to the drama, you guys are extremely close. And, In uh, points? There is one winner that only won by one point. Ooh. Uh, so... Uh, how it's would you like me to do this? Do you want me to I, do you want me to start <laughs> from fifteen least important to most, or start yeah. with the most important to least? Let's go least to most. More least uh, to most. Cl- climactic that way. Bing! You guys got fifteen correct. It was a box of matches, virtually. Good. And this is I'm I'm reading exactly what NASA said here. Virtually worthless. There's no oxygen on the moon to sustain combustion. Right. Yeah. That's so you both, both of that our one. thought process. That's the smart there. way of saying what we said. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fire okay. on the moon. It's basically <laughs> so what we fi- decided. <laughs> yeah, but we got there. So that's far, a- what I'm gathering is that we could be NASA engineers. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a point for both of you. Uh, 14, magnetic compass. Ah, magnetic- Clay! Clay Scott, that one. Dude, I told so, you. I tried telling you, man. I gave you a freebie. <laughs> I just don't know enough about the moon. So the magnetic field uh, on the moon is not polarized, so it's worthless for navigation. Huh. All right, so coming in at 13, portable heating unit. Really? If you paid attention, if you paid attention to the, the, the first paragraph, uh, not the first paragraph, uh, if you paid attention basically to uh, the story... 
Yeah, which I sent you the screenshot of. <laughs> um, you you landed on the light side of the moon, so uh, um, not needed unless on the dark side. I guess I assumed that. Heating. Yeah, I guess it would. The how long does it take the moon to rotate though? Would you be in the on the dark side at some point? I feel like in Hollywood, they make it seem like it's a couple hours, right? And then everything yeah, scorches to hell. Does yeah, it's just a. I don't know. Okay, but does the moon rotate? Is this a dumb question? I know that we. I don't know. It does oh, it. Ro- I mean, it I it, that, it orbits for sure. Right, right, but right, does right, it, right, right, right. But does it? I don't think it turns on an axis point. It, so if so, you're on does the, it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it does. <laughs> I feel bad now. <laughs> okay, all right, good. At least that, I'm not but, the only one. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, no, I don't know. Right. Um, okay, so neither of you got thirteen, right? Correct. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. so. Coming in at 12, one case of dehydrated milk. It's a bulkier duplication of food concentrate. Right. I had that lower on my list. I had mine at number nine. So. I had it at 10. So there's that. Uh, All right. 11. Yeah. Number 11, two 45 caliber pistols. And I love NASA's reasoning for this. Possible means of self-propulsion. (laughs) <laughs> but you can't but there's still gravity like it's only gonna push you a few feet at most it's a joke it's a joke mason i'm okay. sure the nasa engineers were like ah this is funny i guarantee but okay but in actual but they space did, they did it's very this. important like that would be your number one i want because that's the only thing that's going to be able to propel yeah, how you many rounds do you have you know well, the thing about is, it's like, a 45. If, since there's no gravity in shots. space, then one shot is gonna keep you moving. You just shoot once, and you're it'll. You might not move very fast, but you'll continuously move in that direction. Mm-hmm. How many shots in a 45? I thought it was because seven. It's a seven it's rounds. A, yeah. Seven rounds in a 45. Okay. <clears throat> so there you go. All right. So you, neither of you, you got that one. So we're, are we still at place with two and? Place with two have, and Mason with one. I have two correct, but at the same time, my, like... Yeah, your 11 and 12 were switched. Yeah, but also, like, I'm still in the right area. Like, yeah, none that's of what mine, I'm thinking, too. None of my... None of mine... I don't know. Keep it's kind of yeah. weird, the yeah. ranking, just because you have to get it exact, and otherwise you don't get a yeah. point. But if we... Like, I still yeah. had two... My pistols are at number 13. Like, they're still super low on the list, so you'd think mm-hmm. that, like... You get a yeah. range of points depending on like how close it was, but I don't know. It's I won't it argue worse. with NASA. It gets worse, boys. All right, number <laughs> ten, signal flares. Yeah, use, no. Use oh, as a distressing. Use as a distress signal when the mothership is sighted. Oh, so they can't yeah. combust. Wait, why do you have to wait till you can see it? And why would it be so low on the list? I that was my exact thought process was as soon yeah, as you, you like did, can you use it, that. use it. <laughs> so I'm thinking that's like number three or four on the list. But but your question was at what point on your two hundred mile journey are they gonna be able to see it? Right. So Which I still don't have the answer to, but I would it's exactly. still important. It's still But obviously to NASA that's not the most important. Or other items. what they're suggesting 10. is that other items are more important, is right. what they're saying. And that's a, yeah, exactly. So, all right, so now you're both tied with two. We'll go to number nine. Wait, 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 Mason got that? Yeah. Nice. You're tied. Number nine was self-inflating life raft. Uh, NASA's reasoning for that, CO2 bottle and military raft may be used for propulsion. Mm. What number are we on? Number nine, self-inflating life raft. One off. Yep. Dang it. So again, propulsion questions of how's how fast are you going to be able to get to places? It mm-hmm. worries me you that know. the parachute silk hasn't been Dude, named I yet. Parachute. I put that up there. Coming I, in at number eight, parachute silk. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, mine was higher <laughs> than that. Protection from the sun's rays. Oh, that's I, I, I actually had thought it for about warmth. That. I thought for warmth, but huh. Mason, did you get that one? No, I didn't. Okay, so we're still tied two to two, and we're down to number seven, which is first aid kit, including injection needle. Mm. NASA's reasoning, needles connected to vials of vitamins, medicines, etc., will fit special aperture in NASA spacesuit. But also, never says that we have vials of vitamins, vitamins and medicines in medicines. your spacesuit. <laughs> right. But did... But- 
But didn't I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you say no, that. No, Clay, you said I we mean, like, inject ourselves with water. You're right. I had the dumbed yeah. down version. Because I <laughs> I didn't know we had vitamins. Apparently we have vitamins. Yeah, that would have been some good information. It would have been helpful. Not that it would have um, changed our answers, let's be honest. No. But. So neither of you got that? <laughs> no. We're still tied two to two. At number six, we have 50 feet of nylon rope. Hey! Yeah! And and listen to the reasoning NASA has. If you has. fall in a crater. Useful, useful in scaling cliffs and tying injured together. Yeah! So I guess Mason had the right thinking on that That's one. That's more important than a flare. I don't get that. I remember just in case somebody it's, falls it's off a the, cliff. I think I think Clay, it's about the journey. It's about like you have to get to the point where you can shoot the flare and they'll see it. And by so that I'm point, you're already you have so to far. Be like within a very close distance for that flare for them to see it. It's not yeah. like you're 200 miles away. You can shoot it and then they find you. But the rope is totally like if if you have a perfect journey, the rope will not have been used at all. But if you fall it's in a crater at the beginning of your journey. <laughs> Stupid. All right, so Mason's leading with three to two. We're on to number five. No You're not getting any more points. I'm lately. the one that's up by one. Solar-powered FM receiver transmitter. I'm pissed. For <laughs> communication for communication with mothership, but FM requires line-of-sight transmission and can oh. only be used over short ranges. I so didn't know again, you would need line-of-sight. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that either. You'd have to be very close. So neither of you got that? What was no. that number? Five. That was number five. Uh, FM transmitter. So we're on to number one, four. Two, three, four. Food concentrate. Efficient means of supplying energy requirements. I had those switched. Ooh. Four and five. Four and five. That sucks. Right, so you had four and five. Didn't you have nine, ten, and eleven? Yeah. And like twelve. Yep. You uh, had like all of those. That's why these points are you, so I'm dumb. Because like, like in this in the yeah. general vicinity, every single one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna win, right, so but Clay technically should win, based off his order. Got that? No, no. Okay, so we're on to number three, which is stellar map. I had that as number mm. two. Of course, <laughs> of course. Primary means of navigation: star patterns appear essentially identical on the moon as on Earth. Mm. I told so you, Clay's his exact argument was correct. <laughs> so. At number two of being one of the most important on your list, five gallons of water. Yeah, yeah. got that. Needed for replacement of tremendous liquid loss on the light side. Coming in at number one, the most important thing oxygen. was that two 100-pound tanks of oxygen, Yeet. most mm-hmm. pressing survival need. Weight is not a factor since gravity is one-sixth of the Earth's. Each tank would weigh about 17 pounds on the moon. I won yep. by one! Mason won at uh, one point. <laughs> Clays, when you're reading off your answers to me, I'm like, doi, doi. And so so what's funny about that is I technically won, but Clays, you were way closer with your answers. I'm actually, I'll be honest, I don't mind losing this one because I actually feel really, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, you should feel good with yours. (laughs) It's just the point You should feel proud of yourself, but statistically... If I'm in a survival situation, <laughs> Mason has proven himself yeah. twice in a row now, <laughs> getting stranded on the moon and being stranded from a shipwreck. So I don't know, homie. As I get, as I throw away my stellar map and like, Goo, we gotta take <laughs> <Yeah>. this compass, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is it, virtually it, yeah, you can't use it all. So I actually wonder <laughs> statistically if we ran Mason's scenario on the moon a hundred times. Like, how many times would you succeed and how many times would you not? And then you were in my scenario 100 times. Mm-hmm. How many times you succeed and how many not? Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. It's fair. It's fair. So, but, great job, guys. I, I always enjoy game. hearing your uh, game. your thoughts on that. So, I win. There you go. That was fun. That's well, it. guys, that, that wraps. We, we're wrapping. We're wrapping this wrap with right. a wrap. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. That was, an abrupt, that was a very abrupt ending. Mom. I'm telling mom. Mom? Next time on I'm Telling Mom. No, no but I've the got cat- an answer. I totally have a great realistic answer. No, you're so right. You're butt right. Fart, I'm sorry. Buttfart climbs out the window, right? He's really strong and he opens the window and climbs out. 
Then, because Butt Smart has a but has a 300 <laughs> IQ, because guess the <laughs> what? He went to Harvard, <laughs> and Buffard climbs up the roof and down the chimney. And guess what? Does it get a single black, like, no soot on him? Because he went to Harvard! Oh, no. <laughs>